Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, everybody, you're tuned to Strangles. That's where we talk about music trending news. Game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and he is the Cody Rhodes to my rock. It's Glambioli. Well, it's the big show. Well, it's the big bad show tonight. You can't call me the big show anymore. Happy Monday morning, Dave. <laughs> Hello. You all right, mate? Yeah. What do you know on today's on today's date, which is... Fucking Jesus Christ. <laughs> I came in strong and then went back. What do you know on today? What is the 5th of February? Um, Sorry, mate. I thought it was still January. I thought that was still a thing. 5th of Feb. Are we asking... Are you asking me just what I know in general or things that happened on the 5th of February? New things. New things. Um, Well... There was there was a bit of new development um, in in the WWE this week, <laughs> uh, a lot of new development. Yes, um, but that's that's a long story, so you know I can't really sum, sum that up in an introduction. Well, let's um, not intro. Let's jump in. Um, balls first. Okay, so straight into the WWE. Uh, are we talking uh, behind the scenes of what's been going on, or just <laughs> the storyline? I think we're just going after just a WWE start at storyline. We'll end it behind the scenes, and okay. then we'll talk uh, about everything else. So here was the plan, right? Yes. <clears throat> the plan was Cody Rhodes wins the Royal Rumble. Sorry for opening it. Uh, Cleon's brought treats, um, so we've got yum yums, which is just he's just uh, <laughs> delving into now. Look at this! Oof. Go. Oh god, that looks dirty. Um, that does. Carry on, Dave. Yeah. So the this was this was the the planned storyline, right? First of all, Royal Rumble, Bron Brecker, Bron Breaker, Bron Brecker, um, Brecker from NXT mm-hmm. was in the Royal Rumble, right? Yep. Shouldn't have been in the Royal Rumble. Brock Lesnar should have been in the Royal Rumble. Now, can and, I ask why that was the case? Uh, well, Brock Lesnar, even though he's not been named, um, apparently has something to do with this Vince McMahon lawsuit. Um, but, you know, he's not been named, but he, he, he's not been there. So um, we're assuming that he is the unnamed wrestler. There was an MMA fighter crossover with wrestler mm. that was named in it, a former world champion. Yeah. But it kind of narrows it down. Yeah. Um, so they gave the spot to Bron Breaker, and they basically told him, just do what Brock Lesnar was going to do, and it was fucking nice. <laughs> it was brilliant. So storyline-wise, that happened. Uh, now, this moving forward, Cody wins the Rumble mm-hmm. and, quote-unquote, finishes the story at WrestleMania by challenging Roman Reigns to the bout that matters. Um, and CM Punk was going to win Elimination Chamber, because it went Mm -hmm. down to Cody and CM Punk. They were the last two in the Rumble. He was going to win Elimination Chamber, and then he was going to challenge Seth Rollins, which plays into the Survivor Series last year with all the fan camera footage of Rollins losing his shit when CM Punk came out at the end. Wasn't aired, but all this mobile phone footage went up. CM Punk completely stayed in the... Uh, sorry, Seth Rollins completely stayed in the I hate CM Punk character and went 
mental um after after the pay-per-view had ended to the point where like security were out um michael cole and uh, Corey graves came around from commentary and were holding him back because he was proper kicking off that cm punk was back as if he didn't know yeah like it's all storyline yeah of course. um so it was going to be punk rollins headlining mania um whatever night it was that they were going to go out there and do that and it was going to be cody rhodes and roman reigns and Cody Rhodes was set to, quote-unquote, finish the story. And, and um, can I just jump in? Mm-hmm. Raw's getting good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, I enjoyed the I'm Rumble enjoying a lot. It now. I enjoyed yeah. the Rumble a lot. Um, and uh, I'm, keeping the, I'm keeping the network for a bit. I'm going to keep it until Mania and see what happens. Um, so they had Cody Rhodes and, um, and Seth Rollins had a bit of an interaction on Raw, I believe, in the ring. Um, but it, during the Rumble, CM Punk uh, is injured. He's injured his peck, mm-hmm. I believe, um, which is exactly what happened when he returned in AEW. He, he, he went through some you know, warm-up matches, he got the belt, and then he was injured and he was out for ages. So he gets to the point where he's at the top again, injury. So... He's literally he's back in WWE. He's going to do that thing that he never did mm-hmm. in a headline WrestleMania. Even though the year that he faced the Undertaker at WrestleMania, that was headline worthy. That was phenomenal. Like yeah. he, they they went out and performed like it was the headliner. Um, but yeah, he was going to be headlining Mania this year. Uh, he's injured. He's out for months. He's oh, out he's for proper months. injured. He's then. proper injured. Yeah, yeah, he's out for months. So. Um, not a problem. You can still go down the Cody Roman route. That can still happen. Seth Rollins gets another opponent. Maybe uh, Damian Priest cashes in the money in the bank, something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, something something works out. It, it's fine. Um, but The Rock put money in the WWE's hands, and The Rock is now on, on the, the board, board of TKO, and The Rock knows what he needs to do to make sure that Mania makes as much money as it can in the wake of the Vince McMahon scandal. So let's stop people talking about what's going on with Vince McMahon by having The Rock headline WrestleMania. So Cody comes out on SmackDown and yeah. gives it... Do you know what? Cody Rhodes is fucking brilliant. Isn't he? He's so, so good. And that whole... Considering where he was in WWE, he was Stardust when he left. Yeah. I mean, I love the Stardust character. I love Stardust. I thought, I thought it was fun, you know what I mean? I love um, his ticks, his clicks. And, and Cody did it really well, similar to... It, I forgot the wrestler before who was... Goldust. Goldust. His brother. His was real it? life brother, yeah, oh, Dustin, Dustin Rhodes. Yeah. Oh, was it? I t- <laughs> um, Cody does a really good job. A really, yeah. really good job. Co- I mean, the thing about Cody Rhodes is he's a professional and he was given this Stardust character and he hated it, but he he did it. And, and he did it, yeah. you know, as good as anybody could do. Exactly the same uh, as what they did to his dad back in the day when they put him in the, um, in the black and yellow polka dots. You know, I mean, to try and embarrass him, and he just fucking owned it, and everybody loved it. Um, <clears throat> so, Cody is—he leaves WWE. He's—he—he he does all this social media thing, and he's got this 
checklist everybody that he wants to wrestle everything that he wants to do he goes on the independence he goes to tna he goes to ring of honor he goes to new japan mm. he does all this he uh, he has a bet with dave meltzer saying because dave meltzer was like you know indie independent wrestling can't sell out an arena and he has a one dollar bet with him saying that he can do it and they did all in and they sold out mm. like and it was a fucking brilliant pay-per-view um he starts his own wrestling promotion, you know what I mean? Is him, that AEW? Yeah, him yeah. and the Young Bucks with Tony Khan's money, um, and they start this promotion, and then, you know, it's time to finish the story. So he does all this, he becomes this, you know, everybody respects him, and he goes back to WWE, was it two years ago now? Mm. So he headlined Mania last year, so it was the Mania before, where Seth Rollins didn't have an opponent, and um, and he's pacing in the ring, bang, the American Nightmares music hits. Mm-hmm. The music he's been using throughout his time where he hasn't been in WWE. And, yeah, massive pop, crowd goes wild, everybody loves it. Um, and he's, his promos are brilliant, he's just like his dad. He's, he's good just on the like mic. Dusty. He's better than um, Dusty on the mic. And, ooh, and, um, <laughs> no, he's better at Ority. Yeah, yeah, um, uh, yeah, I get that, yeah. yeah. Um, so, he goes to the ring and he cuts this fucking perfect promo on Roman about uh, on Roman about him finishing the story, and he and he's like, "I am going to finish the story because mm. I want that belt, that belt that was given to my father. I want that belt, and I will finish the story, and I will come after you, just not at WrestleMania." And he talks about how he's been taking counsel. And he says, and there's one person that knows you better than anybody that I've taken counsel from. Quiet. Bang. Rock's music hits. Rock comes into the ring, gives Cody the big hug, probably says, thank you for doing this. Like, because he's done it. He's not done it. I think, I think what, when they hugged, I think what the Rock said was, thank you and get out the ring. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't have been. It would have been, thank you for doing this. Because he's done it for the company. Yeah. He's done it for the company, you know what I mean? This was his year to go to Mania, win the bout, finish the story. And at the last minute, with Punk getting injured, they saw an opportunity. Right, Punk's injured, so we need somebody to face Seth Rollins. Who's the best the best person we've got to face Seth Rollins? Cody fucking Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Them two make magic in the ring together. Yeah. Um, we need to get away from this Vince scandal. Who have we got that can make people stop thinking about it? The Rock, of course he can. Um, Cody Rhodes just got John Cena when it comes to The Rock, because that's exactly what happened to John Cena. Yeah. You know, they got The Rock back in, and The Rock, The Rock's bigger, beat Cena at WrestleMania, and it was just. I uh, didn't agree with that. No, I mean, well, was, I didn't like. It was he, a good I story. It was a good story because it was far too much. I I think in the WWE is the vehicle that The Rock can let his ego go. Fuck it. I think it worked because of the longevity of it. It wasn't just a quick turnaround. It was like two years, you know what I mean? Because they faced each other again at the next WrestleMania, and that's when Cena got the belt. Mm. Um, and, yeah, what well, Cody just got Cena. It's like, so The Rock comes in. It's going to be Rock and Roman at WrestleMania, which is something that was going to happen, just not for the belt. It was going to be, you know, Cody was going to take the belt off Roman. Mm-hmm. Rock and Roman were going to face each other at some point, and it was going to be about the legacy of the bloodline. It was going to be about being the head of the table, the head of the Samoan dynasty. Um, dynasty? Dynasty? Dynasty. Um, it was going to be, that was going to be the story. It wasn't going to be about the belt. And 
Roman was going to beat The Rock. That's what that's what was going to happen. Will that happen at Mania? No. I don't know because they were going to take the belt off Roman anyway. So will they take it off him? Will they give it to The Rock? And then will the story moving forward be Roman winning the belt back to prove that he is the head of uh, of the table and he is the head of the family and he is the the one to be acknowledged. I don't know. Uh, will there be outside interference? You know, will, will Jay and Jimmy Uso or something happen there? Them two are going to face each other at, at, at Mania. Jay and Jimmy Uso. That's going to be awesome. Um, yeah, it's. I think one. I think one of the nights because they've been doing it over two nights is going to be a whole like Samoan dynasty dynasty kind of a thing. You got Jay and Jimmy. You got Roman and Rock. Um, oh, as long as it's not like Hobbs versus Shaw. <laughs> it's just do you know what i mean um, loads of loads of people doing that new zealand dance before they go oh, into the that, ring the hacker that's gonna happen the samoan yeah that that'll definitely happen. It's be some san kind of francisco a... for god's sake um is it is it san francisco the rock um oh, roman's from fucking florida or anything and he's from florida um yeah, there's gonna be there's gonna be family members. <laughs> He's never seen like, Hawaii. <laughs> Rikishi will be there. You know, Afra and Sika, be they'll doing turn that dance. up. You know, they're all gonna turn up. All the ones that are in the other wrestling companies will probably turn up, um, and uh, you'll have a whole family tree of them. They'll just be barbecues and grass even, suits everywhere. The, the Rock isn't even a real member of the family. I know. It's a blood. It's this blood He's brother thing. He's just joined on and keeps doing this with his arm before he walks out on stage. Yeah. I thought he was showing me where he puts his roids. But it's he was this, just doing this. It's this. It's this blood brother thing where where his granddad and somebody else's granddad like were blood brothers, and that's a, a, a Samoan. That in in Samoan like culture, that means they are actually family. He's not. He's not. He's actually family. No, they're not really. He's just they're not actually story, related. Um, Rock is very similar to Hulk Hogan. Uh, uh, jumping onto storylines. Hmm. He likes jumping on and hijacking. I appreciate he's in the board. Uh, do you know what? I don't. I think... appreciate Vince McMahon's been. I don't. I don't understand the hullabaloo around Vince McMahon, but that's I, a different story altogether. I don't. I don't think that's the case with The Rock. You know, I. I think it is the case with Hogan. Right. I need to stay relevant, and so what do I do to stay? I, I'm relevant? not saying he's. I'm um, not saying he's doing it to stay relevant. Um. And, but I don't think it's The Rock orchestrating. Um. Like, where is Hogan to be? Like, right. What What's happening now? I'm not going to be relevant. I need to be the head of the NWO. Let's make that happen. Uh, what's happening now? I'm not relevant anymore. Um, okay, we'll do it. We'll do a pass the pass the torch to the Rock. We'll do that, and that'll that'll keep me in everybody's in everybody's yeah, minds. What? But with the Rock, the Rock's got his own career, and he goes and, and acts and does all that, and then the WWE come calling and go, "We need a favor." And then he goes, nah, I'm shooting a movie. I can't get the insurance. So he doesn't come back. And then he comes back as like a host of mm. WrestleMania or something. And the WWE go, um, Rock, we need a favor. And he goes, well, I do love wrestling. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, we'll do this. Let's let's make this happen. Um, There's loads of incidents, like the Cena. Like we said, on last week's show, on last week's show, we said Cena is our generation's version of Hogan, our generation's version of Hogan. 100%. The Rock should not have been able to put one over on Cena. But it was the... You get with DC where I'm coming from. But it was part of the bigger story. It was the story, it was the bigger story of, of Cena getting the belt back. I've got good memories of The Undertaker being beat Mm -hmm. and going, Jesus Christ, I never saw that coming. Mm Mm-hmm. Is there any examples of The Rock? Um, 
He's like the most undefeatable 60-year-old in wrestling. I mean, not since he's, he's like, quote-unquote wrestling retirement. You know, he comes back and... Yeah, there, there was... The, um, I'd like him to, like, just get pinned. The Rock and... When the Rock and, uh, Rock and Sock Connection reformed, they lost then. You know what I mean? Uh, and... You try and think now, aren't you? There isn't many losses since he's retired. But that's the idea of him coming back. But look at him. It's not like an old Hogan coming back who can't really move anymore. He's yeah, yeah. he's in shape, you know what I mean? And he's not that old. He he retired from wrestling young. Same as Stone Cold. Retired from wrestling young. You know what I mean? Let's play How Old's The Rock. 50. Nope. Go on. 51. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. I, I was. I thought that. he was older than that, no. to be honest with no. you. And that's in these days, that's nothing in um, in wrestling terms. You know what I mean? I swear, when AJ Styles joined the WWE, I swear he was forty four. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, AJ old, Styles looks old as. How old's AJ Styles? I'm going to check that actually because he looks. He, he's probably one of them people that's twelve. He's forty six. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he was. Ke- Kevin Owens is another one that had been wrestling for like 15, 16 years before he joined NXT. <laughs> you know what I mean? These guys, they, they look after themselves now. It's not like the 70s and the 80s where they're all roided up and then they're all dropping powerful painkillers just to get through matches. Like, they take care of themselves. And, you know, the, the companies have now got proper doctors and they say... No, Daniel Bryan, for example, when mm-hmm. he got he kept on getting concussion after concussion after concussion, and in the end, the WWE's doctor went, "You can't wrestle anymore. <laughs> you, you can't. You, your you, eyes are looking in different directions, Daniel. <laughs> like it's, you need to stop wrestling." And there was the old when the Miz was the Intercontinental Champion, and, and in all fairness, he made that belt the best belt yeah, just, in the company I just don't mind when those. he had it. Um, and there's that that massive, um, that promo we cut on Talking Smack at Daniel Bryan, and he was fucking brilliant. Yeah. He's so good. And and, he, and Daniel Bryan's like, I love wrestling. And he's like, if you love wrestling that much, then go and wrestle. You're a coward and you're scared because the WWE doctor didn't clear him. The other 10 doctors did. The other yeah, ten doctors said you can go wrestle. So leave the company. If you love wrestling so much, leave the company and go and wrestle somewhere else. Go and wrestle in the bingo halls if you love wrestling so much. Go and wrestle in Japan. Go wrestle somewhere else if you love wrestling. You're a coward. But that's that. It's a brilliant promo. But the WWE doctor didn't clear him. The same with Edge. The WWE doctor didn't clear him. The other nine doctors did, and he went. I'm going to go and wrestle. Vince, I'm going to go and wrestle because these other doctors have cleared me and your doctor hasn't. So I'm going to go to AEW and wrestle. And Vince went, yeah, you can't do that. If you're coming back, you've got to do it here. So let's see what we can do. Next thing you know, WWE doctor clears him. Vince benched him. You know what I mean? WWE doctor clears him. And and he's and he had the best comeback ever. Perfect from, from Vince, you know. For all the guys' flaws that are coming out recently, um, he is a wrestling genius. So, you know. I think we should touch upon his flaws. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, now, okay. Vince McMahon, and I, I do apologise for running to his flaws. Vince McMahon is very well known for being a little bit touchy-feely. Can I eat this, yeah? 
He's a little bit touchy-feely. Hansy. Hansy, I think the knowledge, the, the thing is. Right. Now, one thing I want to say is I'm a 44-year-old male. Okay. Yeah. You cannot... Are you 44? Yeah. I thought you were like 42. I think I'm 40. No, I'm, for... I'm a 43-year-old male. Do you know when you've been lying about your age for that long... You're struggling to have a memory, a memory about it. I think no, I'm no, 43. You're four, no, you're 44. Am I 44? I don't know. I think you're 44. I'm 44 or 43? No, you're 40, 43. I'm 43. Yeah. Right, cool. No, you're 43, yeah. I, I'm a 40... <laughs> right, anyway, guys, back to... back to now, now we've cleared the dementia in this house. I'm a 43-year-old male. It would be nigh on impossible to rope me into any type of weird stuff that I didn't want to get into. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's all I want to say about the allegations. Mm-hmm. If you are a grown adult, I think there's a few things that the legal profession needs to take off the table. And a lot of that is this victim mentality. I was with Vince McMahon. I'm really uncomfortable with a few of the words that their prosecution lawyer uses. She was enticed into, no, she was offered pay to which she took. And then she delivered a service. Okay, what is the difference between that? I'm serious. We've got some. Someone's got to have this conversation. I'm not. I'm not the only Andrew Tate person in the country. Okay, what is the difference between what she did and prostitution? What's the difference? <clears throat> there isn't any. Dave's choking on a yum yum, watching his show go down in flames. Are you? Yeah. As Cleon's questioning. The integrity of somebody at the age of 44. 44. That's an old woman. It may have... <clears throat> sorry, I'm just getting rid of the yum-yum. It may have started as something consensual and fun, and then it may have developed into something else through... Have you? <clears throat> what was the first job interview? Have you read? Have you read? I've it? not read all six. Have, have you not read it? So anyway, let's say I forgot a name, but I think a name's. Let's call it Laura for the sake of a podcast. While Dave's doing his Google tippy tappy toes, so you go to a job interview, Dave. Okay, Janelle Grant. Janelle Grant, because she wants to be named as well, so she's made a name available. Dave, if you go to a job interview and the person interviewing you is a woman who's 70-something years old, and she turns up in her pants, are you going for a second interview? Uh, me personally, no. Why? Why, Dave? Because um, that's not my thing. Like, uh, yeah. but, why, why would you? But I th- but it's, it's, it, people are different. You know what I mean? People are different. Some people are different. If, she, if she's already... We, can't, we, we cannot no, you legally can't. incorporate stupidity. You can't talk. You can't say that, Cleon, because you don't know the situation. She could have been, you know, she literally. If she's in a position where she's desperate, you know what I mean, and she gets offered a job, she's desperate, and she gets offered a job. She's bankrupt. She's got to sell her mum's uh, house or parents' house because they've passed away. I think that was that was what was going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Right, and she gets offered this opportunity, right? Where she can go to this massive, massive worldwide company mm-hmm. and earn some cash. 200 grand a year. Yeah, she can earn this cash, right? And she's like, fuck, I'm saved. 
And then shit starts getting weird. This this isn't a case of somebody making stupid... Well, I mean, it is, but this isn't the case of somebody making stupid decisions. This is grooming. This is somebody in a position of power using his power to get what he wants on to, to, to or from somebody that's vulnerable as fuck and, and just thinks, oh, I've got to do this because I, I, I need this cash, I'm, I'm stuck. And then it, be, it gets worse and worse and worse until the point of no return where she's just like, there's no way out. There's no way out. And the only way out was when Linda McMahon finds out and goes, okay, get rid of her. And he goes a million quid and she and says, he, no, three million. Yeah, so it's so to get rid of it... Like, he has to pay three million. You know what I mean? So she's going to go, but he needs to make sure she doesn't blab a mouth. So he says, okay, you need to sign this NDA. Don't tell anybody what happened. We'll give you three million dollars. And it's like three million fucking dollars to somebody who's literally been... She's just had everything taken, taken out of her. She's got nothing left. She's a shell of a woman because of the abuse that she's been... Uh, um, uh, situate, situated to is that the word the the abuse that she's been put through she's in this position where it's like three million dollars all right yeah fuck it i'll take it and i'll shut the fuck up and i'll go and then whether it's the i've only been paid one million yeah now i'm gonna say something or whether it's that no fuck him i'm gonna say something doesn't matter which one it is she's said something and she's been named and since no, her, it's in the documents he didn't fulfill the nda that's what vince is getting sued for Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It that, was a three million pound agreement. Yeah, that's not your, just what only, he's getting. No, for. no, 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 oh, you no. Know no. I mean, that's part of what, what's that's going on. That's why we're here. If but he were to give a three million, we wouldn't be here. We don't know that. We don't know that. She could have gone fuck this. I know I signed an NDA. Fuck it, I'll give the money back. She could have done that, but we don't know whether her mentality was to fuck it. I'm saying something. Oh, and by the way, you didn't pay me the rest of the money, so I'm putting that in the fucking lawsuit as well. You dirty <laughs> bastard. Like, or whether it was, he hasn't paid me this money. So I'm going to go to uh, a lawyer and I'm going to say, right, I'm still owed two million from this NDA. The lawyer reads the NDA and goes, mm, um, you might want to bring the rest of this up as well. The, the issue, the issue about the issue about the whole case is it's a civil case. The, and the fact is, we it's don't not, know. It's, no, we, it is a civil case. No, I mean, we don't know the ins and outs. We don't know what happened. You know what I mean? But it, it's a civil case. Hmm. So any conversations about things, you know, such as rape and that type of stuff, that'd go to a criminal case. He's facing, uh, he is facing federal um, charge. That's I don't, can't remember what on. The FBI raided his house in, oh, his FBI raided his house 12 months ago. And, and it could have been related <clears throat> to this. It's all. We don't know. And, and, he, all of this, apparently, and this is just stuff I've been watching from, like you know, the the big, the big wrestling podcast, like you know, yes, the, the Observer and stuff like that. You know, th- this was all known this time last year when he when he when he resigned last year, and then he yeah. forced his way back. All this was known, um, and it's just taken this long for it all to come out. But like I said, you know, what I mean, you, there are like you you've said, there's there's other sides to the story. You know what I mean? Has she made stupid decisions and then realised she's made stupid decisions and thought, you know what, I can fucking get something out of this? Or... Has she give the mill back until the... Or is she was she that vulnerable that um, she got groomed and groomed and groomed and groomed and groomed and groomed and groomed to the point where 
she didn't she couldn't say no you know what i mean it doesn't matter how doesn't matter how strong you are or how strong i am i, I don't think the word's groomed i think the word in this case is bewitched and I, and I think that's, I, I think you know it's mean? due to the money that he was paying her because for 200 grand, imagine $200,000 a year. Obviously, obviously that's the, a lot of money. Obviously the money and the pay all have something to do with it, but it gets to the point where somebody in, in power like that um, can make you feel that worthless that you'll just do fucking anything. Mm. If, right, if I do this, I can get out the room. It's not about getting your paycheck at the end of the month. If I do this, I can get out the room. It gets to that point. If I do this, I can get yeah, out the room. If we, if you we, I mean? if, if 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 we'll assume, if we're assuming that everything that's in the talk, talk in the documents are all correct and true. Well, yeah, well, yeah, every, yeah everything's yeah. alleged. Yeah, everything's alleged. Is alleged. Me personally, I just think personally to get paid that amount of money. To get paid that amount of money for an NDA, for it to be something like twenty something different occasions over a spat of years, I think it's just a bit. But it's, it's a same, bit victim could, mentality. But I think though, that's more is, of who I am as a person. If you look at um, you look at a woman who's in, a, in, a, in an abusive relationship with a husband, and she can't leave. She can't leave because the husband manipulates and manipulates to make it make it make her feel like she's in the wrong, and you, you know what I mean. It's not it's not always as simple as like I've got a job and and this is my job and this is what I do. Oh yeah, he he, he shat on me last week, but that's fine. You know what I mean? It's you know there's there is the circumstances where you know people can't leave these relationships whether it's a marriage whether it's a job because they've been they've been so demoralized and they've been unhumanized that might be a, i don't think that's a word but it, it sums up what i'm you know what i'm trying to say i, I get what i get what you're trying to say um, all, all i'm saying is it's a little thin to be suing someone for future earnings <clears throat> if that's the case it's thin but Fu- what's thin uh, suing uh, within the court documents, there's a future earnings part in it, right? And that's part of why they're at court. Yeah, because they're going to the throw future... everything in there. Though, I know, I know, I know. It's I not know, just about the future earnings. You know, that's not what the court case is is, is about. You know, I'm going to sue him because they've had to let me go because his wife found out what an horrible bastard he is. So I'll sue him for future earnings. That's that's probably just something where the lawyer's gone. You know what else you can put in this, can't you? Future <laughs> earnings. You know what I mean? Fuck it. Let's take him for everything. Let's take him for everything you can get him for. But the main, the main thing is the abuse. It's all the abuse. Would it have got? Would it have come to light if he'd have paid the three million? Who knows? We don't know. Would it have come to light? Probably but, not. Yeah, but that's just an opinion, isn't it? And you that's I mean? where we get to, guys. Pay your debts. If he would have paid off all these NDAs, we probably wouldn't be here. Maybe. But we don't know. That's the thing. We don't know. Um, I, I just think that um, it's it's very. I think it's very black and white to say this. You know. Oh yeah. If he'd have just paid her, she wouldn't be saying anything. I, I don't. I don't know whether that's the case or not. I don't think that's the case though. Um, especially with something when you read them text messages, and they read like a like a seventy year old warp fantasy text <sighs> messages. That's what they made me. Don't do. they? <sighs> no. He, <laughs> 
He, he, now you imagine Vince. It must take a lot to get him excited. He's he's. We we know what he's done his entire life. We've seen some yeah. of the stuff live on television. It must take a cattle prod to get him going, like and just holding it on him for hours. So reading them text messages. He read like an old man's fantasy album. Mm. It read like, oh, when I see you, I won't do this. And I was talking to the guys. It seemed to me like a 14-year-old texting an older woman who he fancies mm. and saying, oh, when I see you, I want to do this. I want to do this. It read like an old guy's fantasist. That's why reading it and getting into it and under the skin of the documents... That was what's made me go, what is this all about? Because it reads like a pair of idiots. And if you read the documents from both of them, it reads like a pair of morons. It does. I think Vince is so... He's, he's renowned for being so out of touch. Like, though. over here, you've got a woman going. And I'm not... This is why I'm saying a pair of morons. And when you listen to it, it's like a pair of idiots. Mm. You've got someone over here going, I lost my parents and everything else, which is... Tragic. Yeah. I've lost. I've lost my dad. It's fucking horrible where it puts you. It sends you into. You've lost yours as well. It sends you into weird directions till Sunday. It drives you batty. I went for a job interview for a job with the WWE. I met the owner, the chairman, in a motel, in his pants. In his pants. <laughs> right. Okay. That's hit one for your ass. Mm. That's hit one. You know he's a billionaire. Now, I'm not saying that there's women around the world like this, but you've just met a billionaire in his pants. Yeah. Who's the owner yeah, yeah, of a massive yeah. multi a multinational company. You've just met him in his pants. Mm. And you go back. Now, I, I know that's a bad situation and we don't know what her feelings were on and we don't know how she was feeling. And we don't know this and we don't know that. But that's hit one for your ass. I think. Um, do you get? Do yeah. You see, do you see? This is two morons. When when you went when, when in that situation, like you, <laughs> you just I go, you could catch you later, mate. Why are nothing, you in a motel with WWE? If nothing, um, if nothing, like it's weird because if nothing happened, like he's just in his pants because he's weird. Like you could walk out. Some some people would go, oh, okay, that's a red flag. I'll see you later. Some people would go, hey, Vince McMahon in his pants. Let me get that in my mouth. Some people would go. Uh, this is strange, but I kind of need a job. So, okay, I'll let's like... see what he's got to say. And they'd walk out going, oh, well, that was weird, but I got the job. <laughs> right, number one, who are these people who uh, think that it's some weird? People, some people aren't a... A multi-billion pound company. Cleon, some people can't cook nuggets. All right, so, you know what I mean? It's, it's like... The chairman of the now strangest w folk. So... I'm trying to give. I'm trying to give a comparison to what the chairman, how famous the chairman Vince McMahon is of WWE. I'm just trying to do a, a, a CEO. Do you know fame timeline here? Do you know um, when if, if I was going for a meeting with Apple, with Steve Jobs, mm -hmm. right? And he went, "Come to California. You're coming to the head office. Fucking mega. Let's go Apple. If it is in California." <laughs> That big round thing that's dead nice and space agey. And Steve texts me and he goes, Hi, matey, meeting at 10. And I go, Oh, meeting at 10. That's amazing. And then he goes, Oh, by the way, we're meeting at the Motel 101. Then you're meeting me in room 306. I go, Hang on a minute, Jobsy. Hang on a minute. 
I go. <laughs> do you know why I go? Do you know why I go? Because it's Steve Jobs. Why do I go? Because um, it's Steve Jobs. <laughs> All right. Why am I? Why do I go? Because it's Steve Jobs. If Steve Jobs comes in that room in his pants, I go. <laughs> I'm so rich. <laughs> oh God, I'm coming back here. It, there. <laughs> that that's all. You got, you got to the same point as me then, like because yeah. I'm on the phone and it's Vince and, he, and I'm getting you know a job as a, as a ring announcer or something like you know what I mean and uh, and he's like right you, you need to meet me in this this motel room blah 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 mm. I'm looking at the phone going that's weird but it's Vince but man it's WWE yeah all right yeah we'll go I'll go anyway and then we'll go and even if he's in his pants like but this is me you know what I mean I'm not I'm not a vulnerable woman this is me if even if he's in his pants I'm like I'm the guy that goes. <laughs> Vince McMahon's in, in his pants. Vince in his pants and he stood in front of me. My God, your pecs are enormous. Now, Dave, let me ask you another question. <laughs> now, let me ask you another question. If he stood up and walked to you as you were sitting down and started talking to you while he was patting you on your head, would you leave or would you stay thinking, oh, it's Vince? At that point, I'd, I'm out. Like, well, you're nutting first yeah. thing, don't you? You go, hang on a minute, I'd be Vince. Like, Vince, get your, get your hand off me, head. Hang on, Vince, I'd be like this. Well, we're on, I'll be on, we're on one million right now, why are you Why are you waving your balls in my mouth? Like, uh, one why, million. Why are your balls so close to my mouth, Vince? Put your kegs back on, Walk, mate. Vince, stop it. Because I don't think you can afford what's going to happen next. No, I'd be like this. Put it in my mouth, mate. <laughs> Take the picture. Hang on. Put it. I dare you. Stick it in. Go on. Chuck it in there. No, no, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. And all you'd hear is me go, and Vince go, oh. That'd, that'd be it. And I'd have to sign an NDA to not tell the world that I bit Vince McMahon's knob off. <laughs> can I just ask, is this... Is this meeting with Vincent Kennedy McMahon, chairman of the WWE? Is this with Mr. McMahon, the character from the 90s? I, I'm a bit confused. 90s, <laughs> you are going to go to a motel room with a... How old's Vince? 70-something, 80-something. With an 80-something-year-old 80 guy, and he turns up in his pants, and you don't think there's anything a bit off um, because you needed a job. Maybe you uh, Come on. Maybe you're just warm. Seventy yeah. eight. <laughs> you're just a bit hot, isn't he? Do you get what I mean? No. He's old. He's Come mad. He's, he's mad's giving the sweats. I was vulnerable. Oh, bugger off. <laughs> he looks... Uh, I turned up in his pants and you went, cha-ching! He, um, oh, he looks fucking weird these days as well, man. He looks like a weird type of Mexican drug dealer. Like he's died... Why has he dyed his hair? We all know he's grey. We all know he's grey. Why is, Why did he grow that little Lou Bega moustache? I don't know. I mean, he shaved that off now, but... I mean... I think he was made shave that off. He looked like a fucking nonce at that point. He's hard. He's done himself no favours. No. The allegations last year, the resignation, and when he comes back, he's dyed his hair jet black and grew this little Lou Bega moustache. Vincent, what are you doing? What's he playing at? The, imme- it- the, the, the allega- he, he got back to the board. The allegations came out. <laughs> Big Daddy, Slim Daddy dropped out as a sponsor. Vince immediately resigned. Slim Daddy were reinstated back as a sponsor. And on we go. And they've had to change the whole Royal Rumble, as we spoke about earlier in the show. They've had to change the finishing to the mania. And he's just basically made a bit of a cock-up of everything. 
The thing with Vince is as well, apparently there's like no talking to him. Like he, he's in his own world. And this is anybody that's ever worked for him, even the guys that love him. I believe like, them. They've all they're all like he's just in his own world. I he doesn't them. he's got no concept of anything apart from wrestling. And he doesn't know of anything else. He doesn't watch anything else. He doesn't do anything else. He's just stuck in this world. So, so you can turn around and go, Vince, I'm, we've known each other a long time now. Do you mind if I just say, what's the deal with the hair and the moustache? He'd just be like, oh, yeah, I'm Vince McMahon. <laughs> you know, just, I wanted my hair different. Yeah. I'm Vince McMahon. He's a fuck me, man, for everything. For you, do you know what? They're trying to delete him now as well. Like He's off his nuts. They're trying to Benoit Vince. You know I, I mean? don't want Benoit or him. I want putting him straight in as how, the chairman again. How can you Benoit on live, Vince McMahon? I want, I want Vince McMahon on live television. They're trying to get him out of the game. With a mic on. <laughs> the game that's already been released. They're trying to get him out of the game. Like, can, you get, can you get him out of the game? Is there any way of doing this now? Now we're on like PS5 technology can no. we can we dial in and get him out of the game no <laughs> you know you see the raw versus smackdown has been updated there's no, no. more Vince McMahon. <laughs> don't do don't disney the guy jesus christ but yeah they're trying to they're trying to get rid of him but if you it can't. wasn't for vince mcmahon there isn't any wwe and he can dress it up as bad as it. he can go on <laughs> a rape and pillaging street if everybody from this morning to loose women to the view, he could pillage all that there, time, and, and, that's and the he'll thing. still be the guy. You yeah, put WWE without Vince, together. there's no WWE. Without Vince, there's no global like professional wrestling. Um, you know, they're, they're in a they're in a position now, TKOR, where they've got rid of Vince. Um, they're going to get rid of anybody else that was in his inner circle. So um, Triple H, Bruce Pritchard, Triple H. Um, I don't think Triple H will no. I don't think that that'll be a thing. Um, yeah, Bruce Pritchard, um, John Laurinaitis went last year. <laughs> Vince McMahon should have got a long you know time ago. I mean? though, the, 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 um, the, they're going to get rid of everybody, and they're going to start afresh. We're a fresh team, fresh board. We're not. There's there isn't a, a single McMahon working for the company anymore, mm-hmm. um, and they're going to move forward. But with regards to the past, you can't Benoit Vince McMahon. The only thing you can do is make it unavailable to search for him. So yeah. if you go on the network and you search Chris Benoit, nothing comes up. Yeah, All his no, matches are still there. But you, you can, can't find them. But you can't find them. Yeah, all his matches are there. So if you know when he wrestled and, and what you know what episode of Raw it was on that you want to watch, you can find it. I'll but still it, never It's forget. not chapter marked either. So you've got to fast forward to it. <laughs> I can remember feeling bad for his death watching WWE. Mate, I, I watched the pay-per-view. Eddie Guerrero was crying. I watched the pay-per-view. Batista was crying. Um, I watched the pay-per-view, and it should have been Benoit versus CM Punk for the ECW title. Yeah. And Benoit obviously didn't show up to the pay-per-view. And it was Johnny Nitro instead took the spot, and the bout got given to Johnny Nitro. That was the start of his kind of title. Never understood that character, Um, but go on. And was was he John Morrison at the time? I think he might have been going under John Morrison at the time. Mm. He was the new character. Um, and the next day, when you tune into Raw, or it would have been the, the Tuesday morning for me, like when you tune into Raw and the arena's empty and Vince is in the ring. The Vince McMahon character, the Mr. McMahon character was dead. Yeah. Right. He da- the Vin- Mr. McMahon character had been killed off. Um, and Vince is standing in the ring. And and he and he's talking about how this 
this should have been the continuation of the demise of the Mr. McMahon character and his death, but in truth, uh, Chris Benoit, his wife Nancy, and his son Daniel are are, um, are, are dead. Nary's with the dead that they are dead, and it was just a whole two-hour tribute show to Chris, Chris Benoit. Benoit, and it was literally the next day where all the details came out. And Vince had to do a, a video recording to play at the beginning of the SmackDown. That said, there'll be no mention of Chris Benoit again on whoops. WWE program. Yeah, with whoops, um, big letters. It's just... But I remember watching that episode and fuck me, like the Canadian Crippler, he was such a good wrestler, such a good character. Mm-hmm. And like when you're like, fuck, what the fuck? Why, what the fuck's happened? Like, right. What's going on? Um, and then you, you actually find out what happened. Um, and there's, there's conspiracy theories that it was somebody else and blah, blah, blah. No, nah, he was him. He was on roids. It was definitely him. Um, it, yeah, it's totally just psychosis. A, just a fucking horrible it's thing. It's happened, mate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's the only way you can you can Benoit Vince. You just, you know, you've just got to delete you, all the chapters you'll and all never, the search references. You'll never get, you never get rid of him. I don't agree with getting rid of him. I, d- I think it's nefarious. I don't like it. Um he is the reason for WWE. It's like Weinstein, though, isn't it? You and know what I mean? T- no. Weinstein's the... No. What do you mean? No. No, I mean, He's Weinstein... that bad, Christ. Weinstein's the reason for... He's done a 44-year-old. He had done a bunch of 19s. We- Weinstein's the reason... <laughs> Weinstein's the reason for so many good films that have been released. Yeah. He funded them. You know, he made mm. them happen. He's the reason for these, these films. And... You know, now that you know you're not allowed to talk about him, does that mean you're not allowed to watch the films that his money paid for? Because, the, yeah, or is Gwyneth Paltrow not the, allowed royalties the, now? Though? The, there's no, there's no way that I'm that I'm not watching every fucking Tarantino film because they're all ace. Oh, brilliant! <laughs> you know what I mean? And how many has he done? Nine. So seven of them were funded by Weinstein. It's oh, like, <laughs> that's a high number. That is. You know what I mean? It? Um, and yeah. we all know Tarantino's a bit touchy feely. Oh, mate, he knew more than what he, he lets knew on. a lot more the than what he lets him on with his toe sucking. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no way on God's green earth isn't Tarantino got mixed up in some. Okay, I've got this idea. We need a scene where Summer Hack, yeah. you know, she puts her foot in my mouth. She puts it in my mouth and pours the, the champagne because it's sexy. It's really sexy. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, Quentin, we can do that. Right. Every film he makes after that's just covered in feet. Just feet <laughs> everywhere. It's a feet movie. I am shutting your butt down. Well, <laughs> away from away from wrestling. Yeah, and that I'm, was 45 minutes worth of wrestling. That now. was 45 <laughs> minutes of me and you debating on, like, Stuff. 45 minutes of you sticking up for rapists. I'm not sticking up for rapists. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> fuck, it. fuck it. I am. I'm sticking oh up God, for I've rapists. Oh, God, I've gone dizzy. I'm, I'm sticking up for rapists. I'm going to get into it. Don't, if you are stupid enough, if you're stop stupid it. enough to go for an interview with a 78-year-old guy in his pants who stands up in his pants whilst tapping you on the head during said interview, and then you go back for your second interview... You, you deserve everything you get. If anybody is feeling, uh, if anybody if is, triggered, fuck off. is in a situation where they're feeling <laughs> vulnerable and they have nobody to talk to, feel free to drop us an email. Um, <laughs> maybe not us, maybe just me. We, we can signpost you to Shingles, the relevant department. It's shingles underscore list. Don't, don't message KRBULY5. No, I'll send your email to Vince McMahon. 
Right. In politics, Steve. <laughs> politics? We're not politics, Rage. We're getting politics. Okay, Do crack you know on. why? Labour have confirmed that once in power, they will remove the UK Green Pledge. That's £28 billion investments or to get rid of, basically, England coming out of the carbon, carbon neutral stuff we've agreed to. You know, to get his... Carbon neutral by 2030. Oh, is that the thing Boris said about that electric cars? Or 20, that was... 2030, everybody's going to be an electric car. Now it's 2050. I don't know. Tomorrow it'll be 2060. But anyway. What, Labour have gone foot art? Labour, uh, Kia's gone foot art. We're not giving you £28 billion for the Green Pledge. And do you know what, Dave? Can I have a cookie? Yeah. Thanks. They're, they're over there. Do you know what, Dave? <laughs> Go I'm on. right behind Kia for this one. Yeah, okay. I, I'm right behind him, matey. Whilst we're still importing meat from Venus... Instead of getting it from Surrey, them Venus cows. You, you see what I mean, don't you? <laughs> yeah. I'm out. Do you know, it's I over. really want a Venus cow. It's over. This carbon neutral and saving the earth and getting behind Greta Humberg, it is full on over for me, Dave. I'm done with it. Mm. I want, if I could, mm. I would have a coal powered car. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I'd fill it full of coal and light it before I went. And I'd have a big thing polluting the skies above me. And you'd have a 44-year-old intern in the boot shoveling coal in there for you. <laughs> <laughs> if, if there's anyone on this planet <laughs> at the age of 44 who goes, Yes, sir, I'll put it into your things for you. Yeah, get in my car and get do it. Car, shovel that coal Shut in. Shut up, you muppets. Yeah, I, I agree, Dave. I'm so far off this uh, saving the planet. The seats on the inside are made from seal skin. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. baby seal skin. I want my. I want. I want training trainers made out of baby seal skin um, and black rhinoceros trousers. Yeah, I'm all up for um, recycling and shit, like. But I've... it's gone too far now, hasn't it? Yeah. The virtue like, signalling brigade are doing mine. Nothing. Like Dennis Leary said, I, I didn't break the planet. It was this way when I found it, and I'll I'll do me a little bit. You know, I'll I'll put the plastics in the proper bin. That's about as far know, as I'm going. <laughs> I know, but we're shipping like 28 billion tons or something, and meteor there and everywhere from various ports and various things all around. I tell you what, once we start acting right, I'll start acting right. <laughs> How about that? Once you, Keir, or you, Boris, or you, Trump, or whoever's running the England-America company version like, right now... Do you know how we always... Have you seen? Have you noticed it? Because I'm not sure whether you've just done that on purpose, but what? I always forget that Rishi Sunak's the Prime Minister. Oh, yes. <laughs> do you know, I've just forgot. And not once did we mention him just... <laughs> I, don't, I don't get what he does. Rishi Sunak and Joe Biden. I forget they exist. <laughs> Joe Biden, Luke, don't talk about... Sleepy don't, Joe. Don't talk about Papa like that. <laughs> it is not right. Sleepy we, Joe. We do not speak bad about our elders. Yes. And he's about 140. And he sniffs people's air as well, don't he? He, <laughs> he gives kids a hug, and when he hugs the kids, he goes... <sighs> proper inhales, dragging he's stealing the youth. <sighs> is that how he does it? Is that how he stays alive? Oh, well, I just stop it. I, I don't, I don't even know how this pillock's in charge. This is an old age pensioner. He's not an old age pensioner. He's technically dead. This is an yeah. old. Age, this is an old age pensioner who's telling people on living the life. All the while, his son's in court mm -hmm. to deal with making money by using his father's name in, in office. Get out of office. 
Joe Biden never knows which way to leave a room as well. That's oh, the first, mate. That's the first kind of thing. I'm a, Do you know when you're bad? You forget know when, about your son. He doesn't know which way he's going. <laughs> I'm not being nasty. Joe ba- I am being nasty. Joe Biden's that bad at his job. Trump's got a chance again. That, well, that, welcome to America. <laughs> isn't, isn't, is Biden's running again, isn't he? Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. And Trump. I don't know. Well, I'd say he's walking, very, he's shuffling again. He ain't running anywhere. It's fucking ridiculous, man. It's like, he hasn't run in the last 60 years. Um, I'm, I'm no, no American politics expert, but Jesus Christ. And if we got Rishi and Kia, they basically look the same, just one's tanned. <laughs> one's had a right good holiday. One's, had, one's been to Dubai and one hasn't. That one went to Dubai for his holiday, for his gap year, and one went to Blackpool. That's the difference between them two pillocks. I met Keir Starmer once. Small, Did you? Smaller than you think. <laughs> you weren't in a motel with him, were you? He, well, it was, <laughs> it was a bit weird. Funnily enough, he's pescatarian, you know. Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> How do you know, Dave? <laughs> I, had to cook, I had to cook for him. Oh, right, okay. In my pants. You didn't, you didn't <laughs> offer him your meat? No. <laughs> you know what? It took me all my fucking strength. It took <laughs> It took me all my strength for me to not go. Where the fuck have the opposition been for the last two years? <laughs> Where have they been? Yeah. Like, as I'm as I'm shaking his hand, I've got the fucking managing director of the company stood behind him giving me daggers. I would have been like, like this. Like, shaking his hand and sticking my oh finger yeah, such, up at him. Like, such a pleasure like, to moron. meet you. Knight of the Realm. Of all the Knights of the Realm I could have met, that like that's the one I wasn't really <laughs> fussed about. <laughs> Where was Bowie when I wanted to meet him? Yeah. He nowhere seen. Yeah, he's just, pretending be dead everywhere. Any, any, any of the other ones, you know. What I mean, I'd have, I'd have met any of the other ones over him. I won't meet Mick Jagger, do you? Well, he's knighted, isn't he? Mick yeah. yeah. Anyway, on to football. Mm. That bloody good sport that seems to be Oof. De- seems to be destroying the city right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I know we're going to get there, but uh, I haven't watched. I haven't watched the highlights yet. Uh, but I'm presuming Newcastle were first on match of the day last night. Uh, they, they, <laughs> they were first on match of the day last night. Yeah, 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 we were first because we decided to just play a basketball match last night, yesterday, <laughs> instead of a football match. But let's take it back one step because we are in the, the land of uh, sausages on toast or Stoke-on-Trent. And our local teams were playing yesterday in League One and Port Vale were away to bottom of the league Fleetwood. Now, we know Port Vale have had bag form. We know last week we spoke about fans running on the pitch. We spoke about the fact the club's in a bit of a state and it's becoming a bit of a hobby horse. So, bottom <laughs> of the league shouldn't have been much of a problem shouldn't to the day. No, no, no. So, they lost 3-0. <coughs> well done, guys. However, we don't have to worry. Robbie's president. He is president, yeah. Yes. So, we're okay. And then also, our Stoke City team were at home yesterday. On a run of form, little bit bad at this moment in time. However, we're at home, so there shouldn't be a worry, should there? There shouldn't be a worry, not when you no. not when you got home advantage. So they lost five 0 to Leicester. <laughs> I was well done, guys. I mean, Leicester, Leicester though. It's <laughs> you are you are masquerading in the championship with a whole host of Premier League players. So I'm not surprised yeah. you you breeze you breeze past Stoke City. We're in really bad form at this moment in time. Anyway, on to the Premier League. Yesterday morning, we kicked off with Everton 2, Tottenham 2. Tottenham were 2-1 up until the very last kick of the game. Very Spursy of them. 
very spursy. Very spursy. <laughs> very spursy. We start off. We we they're a bit like Spurs are very good at foreplay. Okay. It's just the end. The last yeah. the last bit they fail. Yeah. They fail at the end. But anyway, uh, we are Brighton four, Crystal Palace one. Great result for Brighton. That is really Burnley, sorry, two, Fulham two. Great result for Fulham. And then we had yesterday's annoyance, which was Newcastle four, Luton four. I mean, what the f... After watching the game yesterday, twice. I watched that game yesterday, Dave, twice. Okay. Two lots of 90 minutes I watched last night because I was that mad at watching it the first time. I had to watch it the second time. (laughs) Can we pull it? Well, we can't now because the transfer window's shut, but it's easy to see what Nick Pope does as a goalkeeper. Um, it's not just about standing and goals and your distribution. <clears throat> yeah. It's when you have a shot, where do you spill the shot? And our current goalkeeper, who's, who's deputised for Nick Pope, Martin Dubrovka, loves to save a shot and tink it right on the penalty spot. So the shot's going across goal, so this way. Yeah. He'll save it, knock it back that way. Right. Yeah. Why? Why, Martin? Catch the damn thing. <laughs> Punch it over there. Punch it over there. Do what you need to do. It. Just keep it away from this. <clears throat> this, this, is, this is called the area for a reason. Yeah. Right. We don't want the ball you in You don't the want the area. ball in this bit. So the idea is to not. Maybe he just doesn't know. Maybe he doesn't maybe know. Had the maybe chat with no him. one's told him. Mm. I'll get on Twitter later. Where's he I'll from? Tell, uh, Poland. Maybe they play differently over there. Martin Dubravka. I don't know where he's from. <laughs> Slovenia? I'm going to take a plug at Slovenia. Or I'm reaching really at the back of my football manager knowledge because I, I normally sell Martin Dubravka the moment I take over. Slo- Slovakia? Oh, I was close. I've seen the Slovi during the game. Just really poor defending, Dave, especially with the defence we've got on the pitch. However, we have got our team out. And the great thing was... Uh, Harvey Barnes got a goal. He's been out for most of the season now. We had to come from 2 2 1 behind, even though we were 2 0 up. <laughs> <clears throat> However, Harvey Barnes is back from his knee injury. And we're on the up, matey. Our players are coming back. I bet you're happy for Luton as well, though, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Luton. <laughs> it's my own fault. Cleon's like. I'm not even watching this match. <laughs> it's my own fault. I watched that match, <coughs> a grand total of 180 minutes yesterday, right? <laughs> and I said this to myself on more than 40 occasions. It's all my own fault. This is all my own fault. I have let down Newcastle. This is my fault. I said I wanted to see Luton. I'm on my own when I'm having this conversation, Dave. <laughs> There's no one around me. I've got my headphones in. I've got my telly on. And I'm going... <laughs> What's the only games Luton do fucking well in the Premier League? Both games against Newcastle. Well, that's because you're a gobshite, Cleon. And that's the conversation I'm having with myself. Absolute dipstick. Anyway... Um, goals from Sean Longstaff, 7 and 23rd. That puts 2 0 up. Uh, sorry, that puts 2 1 two one up. Then Ross Barkley, I love Ross Barkley, I loved him at Everton. Um, put in a Thunder Bastard. Then we had Maurice to take them to 3 1, to three, one. then Trippier, then Adibar, and then Barnes. So, yeah, good, 
good game, good game. Good game. And then Sheffield Wednesday got absolutely Vince McMahon by Aston Villa 5-0. <laughs> yep. Today, we've, we're currently underway. We've got Bournemouth 1, Nottingham Forest 0. Chelsea 1, the Wolverhampton 1. And Manchester United 1, West Ham 1. With Arsenal and Liverpool to play at 4.30. Oh, right. that's football. I can yeah, show we, we ain't got no football this week. No, that's why you're in my house. That's why. Well, we're not. It's Monday morning, Dave. Remember? <clears throat> well, I mean, I'm at work then. Well, <laughs> we're, we're both at work right now. <laughs> well, no, we don't work. We do this. Really, we do this. We do this forever. That's why we release it first thing Monday morning. <sighs> At least it's consistent. It is. Never used to be. <laughs> it's not fucking consistent. It's kind of consistent. It's kind of consistent. Yeah, that was football. I've had um, I've had a, 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 a relatively busy week this week. Have you? you know, yeah, yeah, I've had an assignment due in, which, uh, admittedly, I left till the last minute. Yeah, um, but good. Yeah, but I did. Uh, I did it though. Oh, bloody time you did. I did it, and uh, and that went in. But uh, I went to the to the Victoria Hall this week um, to watch the BBC Philharmonic Orchestra mm. knocking out some Tchaikovsky. <clears throat> with soloist Karen Gomio. Uh that 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 woman can can play the shit out of a violin. Jesus Christ, she's good. Mm. Um, yeah, impressive. Very Did she impressive. laser stuff from a violin? <clears throat> no, no, she she was using a, just a normal violin. I'd imagine the violin was hundreds of years old and costs thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of pounds though, because the the noise that came out of it was just sweet. Mm. It was oh god, it was gorgeous. Um, so yeah, I, I can't actually remember the full program now. Now I'm sat here talking about it, but um, there was a yeah the main the main event was was Tchaikovsky's violin concerto, which was very nice. But the last piece it was a Sibelius piece, and um, <clears throat> the only way I can describe it is: Do you remember watching Lord of the Rings: Return mm-hmm. of the King? Mm-hmm. Do you remember getting like proper deep into the film to the point where you were going? Just throw the fucking ring in, will you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and then once the ring had been thrown in, there was another hour of film. Yeah, like, yeah. That's kind of how I felt throughout <laughs> that last performance because because it kept on building up and building and building up, and then it was like, and he had finished, and you're like, fuck, that was dramatic. That was that's an ending. That is, and the conductor's there, and he hasn't moved. And then he wiggles his fucking stick a bit more, and somebody else starts playing, and you're like, oh my god, it's not over. <laughs> and then. Dawn's getting restless. Like, and we're looking at the clocks. We've not got long left on the car here. And I'm like, this is going to be a. We have to leg it back to the car. Like, um, and uh, and yeah, it just kept going and going and going. And then eventually it finished. Now I don't know whether you've ever been to a classical concert, Cleon, but <laughs> there's an etiquette to it, right? So you don't just when the, when the final note hits and the conductor walks off the stage, right? You don't just up and leave. You don't Jimmy Bullard it. Yeah. Yes. Everybody claps and stamps the feet, mm. right? And it goes on for about ten fucking minutes. The conductor comes out four or five times and and bows mm. and and says thank you and thanks the orchestra. Yeah. And um and 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 the orchestra they stand up, sit down, 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 stand up, sit down. It just keeps going, and I'm like, I, I really need to go. <laughs> I've got, I've got to go. I've got to go. Uh, but it it is quite nice for us because because of the job that mm. I do and the, and the person I work for, I get 
compl- I get complimentary tickets, and um, and I get to go and schmooze. Not that week to fucking you. I get, I get to, <laughs> I get to go and schmooze with the patrons upstairs in the sponsors' suite. Where's me scatter tickets? <laughs> um, yeah, so we we got comp- complimentary wine, royal and, harmonic. Uh, Complimentary wine and programs. Don't you know? Skeptors played out. Yeah, going go and schmooze with the with the patrons. Um, I probably shouldn't broadcast that. Were you, <laughs> were you wine drinking with your finger up? Uh, not with the finger up, no. But um, uh, I could have done. I thought about it. Um, uh, the, the missus had tea and a, and, a, and a lovely. Did she have her finger? Lovely up? china cup and saucer. She had her finger. <laughs> she had her finger up. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, that was it. That was that was that was interesting. It was good. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And and then I've I've got like you know the whole Shingler's sound solutions. Yeah, that has been on hiatus for a bit. I have orders coming in all of a sudden. Right. Um So yeah, I've been working on. They're a bit. Tell us a little bit about Shingler's sound <clears throat> solutions. It's just a. <clears throat> it's a bit more of a hobby for me. Yeah. And. Um, it's it's audio duplication for lost formats, basically. Yeah, don't like, don't so. me down, You do what everyone else do, no, does. No, no, but this is what it is. It's the way around. It's, it it's, sounds it's better. duplication for what I like to call lost formats, and mm. and it it you know I I know that there's so many people out there that mm-hmm. haven't got the technology and capabilities of, of producing these things in house. So there's loads of bands and stuff. They whack stuff up on Spotify, but they've they've no longer got anything to sell. At, at the shows or anything like that, or mm-hmm. to give away or whatnot. So that's where I come in. <clears throat> so if you want CDs producing, I can do that. If you want cassettes, I can do that. If you want mini discs, I can do that. And that's what the focus mm-hmm. is on. You know, producing short run um, CDs, cassettes, and mini discs that capture that like DIY aesthetic yeah. of of the old punk like do it yourself labels of, of the eighties and nineties, like where. You know, um, bands are be putting their own stuff out on tapes and, and whatnot, and everything just you know. But it's 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 a nice hybrid between having something that looks professional um, that has been made mm-hmm. in house. You know, what I mean, it's it's not obvious that they've been made in house. They look professional as fuck. I might do a run um, of cassettes for my stuff. Yeah, I do. I wanna. Um, <clears throat> but you know, there's people still out there that want physical stuff. You know, they don't just want to download your stuff from Bandcamp or listen to it on Spotify or Apple or whatever. You know, they want a CD or they want a tape. I mean, tapes are a thing, again, for some reason. Um, but there's a very niche market for mini discs. Um, I've been thinking about this now for, I'd, I'd say, for a good three months. And it's something that I'm really aware that is is really a conscious part of my mind. And what it is hmm. is, do I upload music? Onto a streaming platform, it all depends. Do I, do I go that way or not? I mean, you could tread. You could tread. It's not odd. You could dip your toe in the water with um, with like just using something like SoundCloud, mm. um, where you know you can you can whack your stuff up on SoundCloud. It's got a massive, massive fan base. SoundCloud has. Yeah, um, and all the new <clears> music. Because when you when you put when you put your your you guys on uh, onto Apple, what it what it then does is it goes into other bands yeah. that are unsigned, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, yeah. He, he follows the same algorithm and mm. you go next, 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 next. And I was doing a long drive last week when I was working and I don't know where I was in music, but I was completely lost in the wash, mm-hmm. if you will, from people 
doing stuff quickly, rapidly putting it up, straight chucking it up onto Apple. And I'll be honest with you, Dave, there's a lot of crap out oh, there. So oh, much there's so yeah. much crap. I came across it's... some weird hip-hop of... <clears throat> it was just bad. It's one of the downsides of technology being so accessible these days. Uh, there's nothing better than being able to record something at home. Yeah. And, you know, you can record it in your house and you can send it to somebody else to get it mixed or mastered or you can do it yourself or you can bring somebody in to have a look at it for you. Um, you know, but and then you can you can upload it. You can self-release everything. You can upload it yourself to yep. streaming services. You can you can do your own physical stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the downside to that is anybody can do it. Yeah. Anybody can install a door on the computer and, and record some stuff. Anybody can upload stuff to SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Music, whatever. Anybody can do that. Whereas before... People couldn't because I, they didn't have access to the technology. I think they should license it now. And, you know, that is, it's, it's got its positives and its negatives. The positives are anybody can do it. And the negatives are anybody can do it. Yeah. And that's, it's the same with anything with, with technology. Pardon me, these days and like social media and stuff like that, anybody can use it. Anybody can you do it. You think it's this big mm-hmm. and then when you get into the bones of it, <clears throat> it's this big. It's like the synthwave... Um, the synthwave movement that has, has severely plateaued over the last couple of years and is somewhat dying off, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but for if from like 2014 onwards, where it really started, I think it was around 16, 17, where it peaked. I think around um, the weekend it peaked. Um, and, you know, for, for every like wicked electronic artist that was putting out quality stuff, there were thousands that weren't. Yeah. And it was just like, you know, and it, and it was, it was guys that had a door on the computer and a MIDI controller and thought they could make electronic music and they couldn't. Yeah. It was just dreadful. And there was so much crap out there. You just sound like that troll, um, that auto-tune troll. And um, yeah, loads and loads of, uh, of, of, of crap out there. Um, you know, and some, some bands survived the scene and they crossed over into something else and, and, and all the gatekeepers were like, you don't sound like Thinkwave anymore. Yeah, they're doing what they need to do. Not not to survive, because that's what they do. They, they're developing as an artist. And just because yeah. it doesn't fit your fucking mould anymore, stop listening to them then, you pricks. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> band like The Midnight, you know, their first couple of albums were, were like what, what would be defined as Synthwave at the time of the release. Mm-hmm. And then they went on to produce more albums that they're just pop albums yeah. based around synthesized music there's nothing um, wrong with pop <clears throat> albums <clears throat> and and they're really fucking good they're really good but because it didn't fit that synthwave mold yeah. everybody was like i've got news for rock fans but guess what that band's still going and all your favorite synthwave artists have stopped i've got news for rock fans who don't like pop marilyn manson stuff's pretty much pop it just falls <clears throat> on to pop. Lincoln you know Park what, right? is pop. I've got no issues in anybody that doesn't like pop music. If it's not, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. Yeah, I, if I'm you the like, same. If you like metal, if you like black metal, death metal, thrash metal, yep. whatever. If pop music isn't your thing, that's fine. There's no need shit on it. That's my issue. There's no need shit on that's it. That's my like, issue. It's not. If there's something you don't like, yeah, it's not my thing. And but, you know I get a lot of shit thrown at me for liking pop music. And then they'll say, I'll go, oh, 
what band? What was your favourite band? I'll just, I'm picking one out there. If you've noticed, I've just gone hmm. swack on, and the first thing I've seen is Oasis, which isn't a great example. So, oh, I fucking hate pop. All oh, you take that wankers and all that type of stuff, blah, blah, blah. This is just going back into something that I've had first hand experience at. Yeah. Who's your band? Oasis. Have a day off, mate. Mm. Really? <clears throat> As we beg and steal and borrow, life is hit and miss. You'll never forget my name. Really? That's rock. Shut up. Have a day off. Go and find me a rock band. Now, if you come at me it's... and go, what do you like? Be like 80s B line. 80s matchbox beeline disaster. I can fucking fair enough. <laughs> it's, it's like I say, it's it's absolutely fine for somebody to go, uh, what, what sort of stuff are you into? Oh, I like, you know, pop music, you know, just general chart stuff, Sam Smith, yeah. um, you know, all that kind of stuff like oh sound. That should be the only response to that. Yeah, oh sound. That should be it. That's it. You don't need to go there wank they are. Yeah, I don't need your opinion. Yeah, that's you, your opinion. You don't, you don't need to. You, oh yeah, because then you go. You, the conversation with me is always this. Well, have you listened to this? Hmm. No. Or, the, or, oh. or you know, what about you? Oh, you know, I'm a bit, a bit more of a like a guitar based kind of guy. I like, you know, the, the commercial side of it, like Foo Fighters and Oasis and stuff like that. Uh, that, that hmm. I but I don't really like, you know, cheesy pop music or anything. Or, uh, but I do, I do like that kind of. Oh, that's cool. Uh, well, you know what? If you do like that, if you like the Foo Fighters, you might want to have a listen to this track by. You know, fucking McFly. I don't fucking know. Like, you know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> McFly stole all the new from Marlow. Mick, Mick, yeah, Marlow, man. <laughs> God. They were, they were Stoke on Trent's last hope. They were Stoke on Trent's <laughs> last hope. Uh, do I know who you are? Uh, did, did, oh, you just, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, that one brain cell in the back uh, of my head doing this game. Just, uh, uh. I watched them live in Mike Lloyd Music. Ah. On single launch day. Oh my god! <laughs> but they only launched it in Stoke. Yeah, single launch day was upstairs in Mightlywood Music. Yeah, mm. in Stoke, that was it. Yeah, was it? Mm. A bit thick, those guys were. Um, Should have been a given. Stoke was taken as a territory. <laughs> Should have gone somewhere else. Tell really? You, say you're from Burton or something. Idiot. <laughs> no, but you get what I mean, don't you? Stoke's a given. If yeah, you're yeah. Robbie Williams, you don't come to Stoke to try and sell out. They're doing it for you. You've got your own band there. Yeah. They call Stokies, you moron. You go London. Yeah, go somewhere else. Go. You were just on that massive TV show. Go London. Go London. <laughs> no. What, what do you mean, no? We're going, do, we're going do it from Stoke. Okay, then. I can't understand why we didn't why we didn't get the top spot. I can. <laughs> anyway, I segued. Um, yeah, so this weekend I've been working on these mini discs for an electronic artist called Shared Systems Limited. Yeah. Uh, this was an album that was released uh, this time last year, actually, uh, th- on the label. Uh, it was on City Man Productions it came out, um, but it never got a physical release. So um, he's re- remastered the album, and there's some bonus tracks, and it's getting released as a, a deluxe edition and it's the, the it's called the year of the dragon edition because this year the chinese new year is um is the dragon um so it's um, terracotta warrior uh, year of the dragon edition and there's going to be a mini disc release which i'm doing um for for shared systems i believe there's going to be a cassette release through um, a european label and the digital release is self-releasing it um it's not going through city man this one it's a it's a self-release uh, and it will be streaming everywhere from the 10th of the month 
and um, pre-orders are up now for the mini discs. Um, so, and if anyone's interested in doing mini discs from Singular Solutions, they come with a complete cover cast onto them. Um, where you slot in your mini disc, it comes with the name of your band and also the album associated to it. And on the mini disc itself, you've got the track list. Really good packaging um, <sighs> for a respectable <laughs> price. Get in contact. You know, um, yeah. The thing is, though, this is your marketing. This was the this was the way. That's know, really good, Dave. That is. This was the way that the artist wanted them packaging. But you know, th- that's that. You're talking the artist, as in the guy you. Did the art or the art? The music. The music. He, okay. did, he did it. He did everything. Okay. okay. Yeah. Um, so that that's the way that the, you know this artist wanted these packaging and wanted these to look. Um, but you know I've worked with Black Coast, for example, on their EP release. Mm-hmm. I did the cassettes for them. I worked with um, you know I got sent all all of the artwork that they had for the digital release and for the vinyl release. Mm-hmm. So everything got sent over, and you know I helped to produce like the, the artwork for the for the j card uh, but it was a back and forth you know i work with the artist you know yeah. what do you want this to look like you know i'll mock if, I, if you need me to help i'll mock something up um you know do you want what sort of stuff do you want on there blah 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 and you know it's just like it's a it's a collaborative thing and yeah it's just fun to do it, you know it can be a little bit it can be a little bit long-winded sorry that's me not knowing um it can be a little bit long-winded sometimes but it's fun i enjoy it and yeah, so you know, anybody does listen if they if they want any like CDs or tapes or anything, just get in touch. And uh, you know, there's examples of what I've done before up on Instagram. So yeah, shinglers underscore you push, underscore solutions. You should push them out more, matey. That's really good. Yeah. That is. That's I'm looking work. forward to that. Yeah. I'm sorry for not putting them in the right way. By the no, way, no, I'm fine. I'm not used to um, the case. I'm I'm I'm, um, <laughs> I'm I'm looking forward to finishing uni this year. Yeah, and then having more time to dedicate to it. Um, because I have to kind of fit it in around everything else, but mm. once like uni's done and dusted, I'll have more time to like commit to this. Yeah, and you know, eventually upgrade, you know, the equipment that I've got and be able to do better things, you know, that I can do now. Three D um, printer, yeah, three D printer, three D print the fuck out of everything. Like. Yeah, we need a three D printer. <clears throat> yeah, embed your fucking tape in a big three D mold of my face. <laughs> anyway, um, let's wrap it up for the week. Uh, you guys. Uh, are ace and i really appreciate yeah i do i really appreciate everybody listening it still baffles me that you know this this podcast we're coming up to like the, the nine year mark this year um for for the longevity of the podcast been nine years now wow. i know the first couple of years were very hit and miss and it wasn't a regular thing uh, until a few years in and then we had the break and then the pandemic brought it back. And, you know, since since the pandemic, we've been pretty much regular. And it still baffles me that, you know, it's still a traditional audio podcast. It's not video. There's no TikToks. There's no YouTube. And it, <laughs> we haven't branched out at all. No. And, and it still amazes me that people fucking tune in and listen. And it's and it ace. It's a really good feeling to know that people are enjoying the show and they listen every week. And uh, and it, it is still a little bit baffling to me as well. But but thank you. It is much, much, much appreciated. Um, so whatever your favourite podcast platform is, whatever you listen to is on there, if you could hit that like, the follow, the subscribe button, whatever it is, that would be ace. And then you guaranteed delivery of the episode every week as well. Um, and it makes us, with every time you click it, it makes me feel warm and fuzzy inside too um and follow us on social media on twitter we're we, we, still there we're still hanging on on twitter um <laughs> <laughs> 
X on X, yeah, yeah, on X. We're still there. It's still we still hang on. Um, if it's Shingler's List PC, and you can follow me Shingler's underscore List. Follow Cleon Cleon K Buley, and on Instagram at Shingler's underscore List and KL Buley five. Same for Threads, Facebook at Shingler's List Podcast. You guys are awesome, and we will see you next time. <laughs>